there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk. Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! If the music of the last hour from Gina doesn't get you up for this weekend, nothing will. Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi, good evening and welcome to the League Cup final weekend. Barry, we're nearly there. Rangers Celtic, Sunday at three. Yeah, it's been a, a long week. Plenty of build-up now. Um, we're, we're 24 hours away. Uh, sorry, 48 hours, mm -hmm. should I say, away for the, the big one and, and yeah. Sunday at three o'clock. And as I said, Paul, I'm still as excited as I was at the, the start of the week. Two very good teams going toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Um, I can't wait for Sunday afternoon. Everyone's got it very tight. Not everyone, but most people. And we've got a poll going on at the moment on our socials. We'll tell you how it's going, but it seems to be pretty evenly split so far. Mark Guidi, can you remember a cup final that's been as eagerly anticipated as this one? Hey, just say no. Probably not. Certainly yeah. not. In the, certainly not in the last uh, year or so, because I've yeah. not played each other in a final in a year. Um, but no, look, I, I think... One thing, Paul, um, they've both not lost a game this year, you know, so it's unusual for them to come in. The only points they've dropped is when they've played against each other at Ibrox at the turn of the year, um, the 2-2 game. So they're both coming in feeling very, very good about themselves. Nobody's had a, a, a battering, you know, Rangers have, have definitely improved under Michael Beale, that goes without saying. But Celtic are a machine, an absolute uh, machine, and therefore it's it's got all the makings of a brilliant 90 minutes, possibly... 120, 130 with extra time. And just to stir the pot even more, uh, Sakala yesterday said he feels that Rangers are better than Celtic. We'll find out on Sunday. Cameron Carter-Vickers on duty today. Uh, he spoke about this. Yeah, I mean, for me, I've got no problem with it. You know, I think um, you know every professional sportsman has to have some kind of level of self-belief to, to get to where they are. So for me, it's just a, it's a normal comment for, for a professional sportsman to make. Rangers captain James Tavernier has been speaking to us and others today and he is absolutely loving the way it's going under Michael Beale and he says there's quite a few leaders in his dressing room. Well, I think it comes from obviously the gaffer to start off with. You obviously we've got HD, Mo and Neil who really drive it from, from the gaffer then it obviously filters down to myself, Connor, um, Lunny, uh, Griggsy. You know, we've got a lot of experienced lads in the team which really helps, um, you know, a, a group of lads. To have that many that many players that have got really good experience, and it can really you know help the team as in you know passing on the message to to lads you know who have maybe not been here before the gaffer. Um, so yeah, it all all comes into play really nicely when you've got a lot of experienced lads. Shaping up nicely, Barry, isn't it? A wee bit of spice there from Sakala saying we're the better team. Yeah, well, I would worry if he he, he says otherwise, um, and, and I think Carter Vickers answered it perfectly. Um, a good response from from him. Um, as I said, when I seen what Sakala said, if I was playing and a Celtic player says that, look, I, I would have no problem as well. Um, and I'm sure if a Celtic player got asked the same question, he would say the same about his team. So, yeah, certainly no problem from my side. Mark, 
That's funny. It just reminded me of a of a, a comment uh, Johan Mialbi when he played for Celtic season ninety nine two thousand. Barry had been playing for Rangers. Rangers were romping to the title. Um, and uh, Johan Mialbi we had an interview before. I think it was the final from game of the season. Celtic are maybe I don't know. 12, 14 points behind and Johan said I still think we are the better team we are the better team and we'll show it on Sunday and Rangers won 4-0 it reminded me <laughs> just reminded me of that again but it's that yeah. belief that yeah. you've got yeah. to have you, and I, I get, you shouldn't be playing for Celtic or Rangers mm. if you don't believe you're better but the talking's fine as Barry well knows mm. Barry talk to talk and walk to walk because he delivered success this Rangers team I've still to do it. Yeah, they get the, the Scottish Cup, but they're still to go and show on a consistent basis that they're better than Celtic. So Sakala's quite right to what he's saying. If you've got to go and back yeah. it up, and if you don't back it up, it'll come back to haunt you and you'll take your medicine on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with him there. It, yeah. can ba- it could come back and bite you big time. Mate. There's no doubt yeah. about it. So I have no problem with him saying it. You just need to go and deliver in the big moments. And there's no bigger moment and Sunday because um, listen see to be honest with, with, with Sakala he has yeah. became a very important player uh, for Michael Beal and I think the reason for that is Rangers are using his attributes they're using his pace they're using him in behind before he was coming in trying to link up and for me he looked pretty awkward at, at times so Rangers are playing him um, in the right position and asking him not to come and get involved let the players like Kent and Tillman and Cantwells and even Morelos come and play and link up Sakala just get in behind and use your pace and that's where he's going to hurt teams I think with, with, with Sakala Paul what, what you can see with some of that is he's, he's got great attributes like pace you can't teach pace mm. pace is something yeah. that you're born with and it's natural mm-hmm. but then what he needs to be doing is, is to be guided how best to use his pace that's where coaching comes into play I think even under Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, I think he scored in the one at the last old fun game of the season at Parkhead. He uses his pace. They seem to pick that wee gap, maybe in between mm-hmm. Staffelt and Taylor down that side, where he seems to kind of roam um, in that area. So he's got good raw attributes, but he needs to be to be coached. And I think that's where you you see the benefit of him getting that day to day. Let's hear from Callum McGregor now about the momentum that Celtic have got. Probably in good momentum. Um, you know, with a few boys obviously join us. It was Ali's first game as well. Um, he settled into the system really well, and then, like I said, we're, we're sort of front guys have been have been in really good form, scoring a lot of goals. We've not been conceding a lot of goals, um, so the team's been really cohesive, and and obviously that's the best preparation we can have leading into a game like this. He's referring there to the game and the, what was it, second of January, and they're learning from previous encounters. Um, yeah, of course, we'll 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 look at the game, we'll analyse the game as we have done, as we do against everybody. Um, you know, in terms of the way they defended, they, they tried a couple of different um, systems to defend against us. Obviously, we started the game really well. They then had to change system. They then changed again in the second half. Um, so, obviously, we, we sort of wait to see what they'll do um, out of possession. But, you know, we'll, we'll look at the game. We'll look at where we think we can hurt them. And then, obviously, we'll look at where we think they are strong and, and what we need to do to stop them as well. So, you know, it's the same It's the same preparation for every game. We, we do that for everybody. Um and then, like I say, come the game, we have to find the solution on the pitch um, within the 90 minutes or longer, if need be. Mark, Barry, what are the questions for Celtic? Uh, Rio Hatate is such a crucial player. But up front, is it, I think everyone's going Maeda alongside Jota, Kyogo? Is that what you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think Maeda down the left-hand side picks mm-hmm. himself because I think you know, he's a good threat. He, he, 
and also going back the way mm-hmm. uh, to help Taylor. You know, he, he can really keep up with with Tavernier because Tavernier's a, a a real threat for Rangers in that side in attacking sense. But Maida can also get in behind. So I think that's a contest that's always um, important in the old firm game. Kyogo picks himself as a number nine mm-hmm. through the middle, and then you've got Jota. Now I think Jota should be in the starting eleven, Paul. But I don't think playing the right-hand side is best position. Mm-hmm. I think he much prefers down the left. I think he's more effective down the left-hand side. That said, for this game in terms of your starting lineup, I would go with Maeda ahead of Jota. And the question for me is, is Jota a better bet than Abada mm-hmm. down the right-hand yeah. side? Um, what that's do you my think? Um, I'd be tempted to go with Abada, but I always like to try and get your best players in the starting eleven. Yeah. So do sure. you look at... I don't think it's going to happen, but just a mm-hmm. curveball. Do you look at Jota... As a potential number 10 so you have Hatati and McGregor and I think Moy will be in there not O'Reilly I think it'll be Moy that was my next question but yeah. would, would, would you just would you throw a curveball and put Jota in as, as, as a, the sort of number 10 I don't know I doubt it but I'm just trying to think of where he could be most yeah. effective because I don't think he's most effective down the right hand side Barry what do you think of that in terms of Jota if it was Jota yeah I would be happy if he never started the game because I, I, I think he's a match winner um, on his day um, he, he, listen he's class he's a class act um, he, he's not had the real the same impact as he probably did last season but there is still signs in some of the games that he's played that he's he's got that bit of magic um, and, and I, I honestly think he'll go with a front three made a Kyogo and, and Jota that's what I think he would, he'll go with but then Mark's making a valid point you look back in previous old firm games Abada has caused Rangers um, problems torture that, that's yeah. where the that's where the, the area where I think Michael Beale would have been identifying and training this week to make sure that Tavernier and Barisic don't give whoever's playing in the wide areas an inch to move they need to be close to them and force them back if you give these guys a yard or two mm. of space they can hurt you what do you think, Celtic fans and Rangers fans? Give us a call for Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi, 0808 17 17 700. And we're on the socials as well. Here's Greg's been on, big Celtic fan. His predicted Celtic lineup is Hart. And then the back four, I think everyone agrees Alistair Johnson, CCV, he does the initials everywhere, Carl Starfelt and GT. He might be having one afterwards, or will it be a <laughs> large? Uh, <laughs> maybe. Uh, his midfield is O'Reilly, Calmack and Rio. <laughs> And up front, he's going Jota, Kyogo, and Maeda. What do you think? Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. Oh, Mark, I thought you were going to jump in there. No, I, was, Barry, I, I, I yeah, think on, no. on, on Barry's point with Michael Beale. Yeah. I think Michael Beale will try and will try and or sorry will throw a curveball on Sunday with his lineup. Now, whether it's a surprise mm. starter or a wee difference in his formation, it strikes me as a type of coach that want to do something like that just to try and throw Celtic a wee bit just to be oh right wait a wee minute we weren't expecting that how do we adapt I think that's what he'll do now what that's going to be that's up to Michael Beale that's why he's the manager of Rangers but in terms of his coaching I think he will come up with something that he thinks just a wee tactical thing that might make a difference because I think if you go sort of player for player normal formations it would say Rangers 4 2 3 1 Celtic 4-3-3 three, three, mm. but they're much the same really to be honest yeah. it's much of a muchness that I think pound for pound player for player starting 11 bench Celtic's better for me there's no doubt about that Celtic's better would you agree Barry? on a cup final anything could happen sure Celtic better man for man we'll find out on Sunday right Yeah. 
but at the moment, looking at it on paper, and football's not played on paper. But um, do you think it could be a curveball from Michael Bale? I've told you what, I, yeah. I think if everybody's fit, which it looks mm-hmm. like everybody's going to be fit, and I've heard everybody having an opinion, I, I think it's Rangers back five pick itself, that's yeah. including Alan McGregor, Tavernier, Golson, Davis, Barisic, Raskin, Lundstrom, Tillman, Sakala, Morelos, Kent. Strong. Yeah. And he really plays, yeah. I mean, you can look at, is it a 4-2-3-1? Is mm-hmm. it a 4-3-3? Is it 4-2-2-2? Because he plays his full-backs up. I think he might play something like that and put Sakala right up in between Greg Taylor and Starfield because that's where I think you can hurt Celtic. And Sakala's pace will absolutely cause them nightmares. Mark? Spotted a weakness there potentially. Yeah, I think as I say, I think there's 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 something that's what coaches yeah. are there to do. That's why Michael Beale's the manager of Rangers right now yeah. because what was happening under the previous regime wasn't acceptable. They were dropping too many points. The spark had gone, even though six months earlier than the European final and, and had won the Scottish Cup. But I just think for me, Celtic's a better team, and therefore Rangers need to come up with something. Now you might not need to come up with anything because. It is a cup final and honestly Paul and I mean this I think you could virtually toss a coin for mm-hmm. Sunday because it's a one-off game yeah. over 38 games mm-hmm. for me there's no doubt Celtic's better as we can see at the moment in terms of the league and they'll win the league comfortably but in a one-off cup final a one-off game anything like that so I just think Michael Bailey just strikes me as a type of coach that would want to come up with something that wee bit that wee yeah. bit different what do you think, Rangers fans? Give us a call. 08, 08 17 17 700. Mark Weedy says Celtic looks stronger at the moment, but anything could happen in the day. And who wants it more? Well, James Tavernier, he would love it. And he's talking about the momentum that Rangers have under Michael Beale. This is since the gaffers came in. Um, we've had one draw and won the rest of the games. Um, you know, the momentum's really been there with the results um, that we wanted. And we know that performance-wise, uh, there's been games where we've we felt that we could improve, um, which is a good thing because... You know, we're winning games and still not being um, the top level that we need to be. Uh, so we know there's still room for improvement and, you know, we'll continue to work hard every single day on the training pitch to, to make sure we show that on, on a match day. And hopefully that all comes into place um, on Sunday. James Tavernier, what a day for him, Barry. He's not the most vocal of captains, is he? But there's a, it must be a great respect for him given that he's done so much in the last couple of years, taking them to the title two years ago and then the Scottish Cup and also to Seville, European final. Yeah, he's, he's not the most vocal, but I think he he does. He, he lets his um, football do the talking. He, he has been, as I said, well, I spoke about it many a times. They signed him seven and a half, eight years ago for £300,000. Yeah. I think he's been a, an absolute snip at that and I think he's grew into the role. I've been the Rangers captain. Um, going forward, he's excellent. Is there a question mark defensively? Yeah, but I think he's improved over the last couple of years. But for, for me, James Tavernier has been a, a, an excellent Rangers player. He's looking to complete the set of domestic medals. Uh, personally, I mean, obviously, completing all three trophies is something that I want to do. And we've got a great opportunity to do that at the weekend. Well, he has got a, a good opportunity I mean he's won the league in the Scottish Cup but you need to win every single cup that's available you need to go on a run of winning that's what it's all about that's what's demanded from you becomes um, a habit yeah you got, yep. you've got to and you've got to handle the pressure that comes with it as well he's been speaking about that the need to win every game when you're at Rangers well playing for Rangers it's every game's a must win and um, you know you don't sign for this club not having that mind, mind process and that's what we do in training every single day we 
it's a must win even if you're playing small games or you're playing rondos or possession you know it's a must win and and we have that mentality in the team and which is you know you want to keep pushing and keep driving and you know come game day it should you know it should be there and you hopefully can deliver it Callum McGregor speaking about uh, cup final week and the preparations um, not really just um, of course people look at myself for, for maybe a bit of leadership throughout the week and but I think the good thing about this group is, you know, we've we've got a lot of leaders in the group as well. We we train extremely hard every single day. We we don't come away for that because it's a big game or we change because of who we're playing. We have a real set way of working and, you know, every single day we give our maximum. And for us as as players, for me as a captain, we have to set that standard every single day. And I think that filters through the group. Um in terms of the message of how we want to approach every game. So, again, it's the same. We, we go into a big game on Sunday, a game of consequence, but the most important thing is how we prepared this week and when we step over that line, we're all together. We have all that leadership qualities that hopefully can make us successful and, and that's what we have to bring to the game. Barry, did you enjoy it as in cup final week as the captain of the club, doing all the media? And just yeah, it's part of it, Paul. Where do you enjoy it? No, you want to focus on making sure you're training well and everything's going right but you, you've got to do your duties as um, as captain and, and listen when you play against your, your fiercest rivals um, I, I was always a big believer in just what Callum said there um, I treat it every training session and every game if it was my last yeah, I, listen it's slightly different when you're playing against Celtic um, but I used to go in with a bit of fear I, I was had that fear of losing because um, I was letting down so many people hundreds of thousands of fans and then obviously the week ahead it's not a good week if you lose that game because you're having to go to the shops or the petrol station and you're getting absolute grilled at for your own fans and they're not too happy so that's my kind of mindset getting into these games and you sometimes get the petrol in Lanarkshire don't you you go in you'd be, they'd be growling at you in some of the yeah even in the calls, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no game like it I mean I know we're, we were talking about it on Wednesday with uh, as we built up with you and John Hartson together as well. So John thought two 0 Celtic in was it normal time? He thought Barry yep. said two two extra time it could be, and I said oh, penalties. He said no three two. I said who for? He said it was <laughs> for Rangers. I mean either way, the, I mean going to extra time. Would Just be, listen to everybody's yeah. predictions. Everybody's yeah, got different predictions, yeah. but I do think there's going to be goals. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I think it's going to be one of the games. It's two really attack-minded teams. You, well, there's, I don't think there's going to be any surprises for a Celtic point of view. No. You know the way Celtic play. They know how they go about their business with the full-backs coming in and the, mm. the, the wide players hugging the touchline and the movement of Kyogo. And then Mike, Mike, Michael, that's not a surprise to this, this group of Rangers players. So they know they need to match, first and foremost, the energy of Celtic. And then they need to turn up. Every single Rangers player needs to bring their A-game on Sunday and make sure they take that trophy back off Celtic and if things go wrong for you Rangers or Celtic can you fight back the way Man United did last night against Barcelona the kilt walk will be we'll be talking about it soon as well there's some news coming in about the kilt walk and the cup final we're so looking forward to it Barry Ferguson will be here on Sunday what time are we starting? 2? we're on 2 o'clock yep. can't wait for it yep um, I've, I'm getting the pies no I got, no, the, not, yeah, I got I, the pies yeah. today yep um, Donna kebab pie. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Quick break. And we'll find out more. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk. Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go.
just before that break, I did mention the kilt walk because I saw Andy Murray, whose mum, of course, is one of the trustees, Judy. Andy's just had a big win, which is fantastic. In three sets as well, Mark. I mean, yeah, which is unusual for yeah, him. Yeah, through to the final of the Qatar uh, Open. So good to see him um, hanging in there. You know, I think a lot of people, Paul, without his uh, dedication, his drive, his resilience, yeah. would have hung up their racket uh, by now. But no, he's kept going, still flying the flag, and uh, obviously want to to try and give himself a, a chance of really competing as well as he can at Wimbledon this summer. Yep, Andy Murray. Sir Andy Murray through to the Qatar Open final after beating uh, Jiri Lechica. 6-0, 3-6, 7-6. Barry wondered where I was going with that. But Barry, you're going to be there hopefully April the 30th. Mm-hmm. Big John Hartson as well. Mark as well. 9 o'clock, Glasgow Green. It's selling out fast for the kilt walk. Brilliant. Um, I've invited Paul. You're invited? Yep, I'll yep. be there. Not a problem, I'm sure. You can raise money for whichever charity you want. Yep. yep. No, listen, it's it's unbelievable what the the kilt walk yep. brings in. I, I don't know how many millions. What what was it? Thirty seven million. Yeah. In seven unbelievable years. Unbelievable for charity that. Yeah, from the people million. for three thousand charities and Sir Tom Hunter yep. has put in a big chunk of that. So, but thanks to everyone coming. That's why I threw that in there when I saw the Andy Murray because it's great that he's won it in three sets because he's been. Not making it hard for himself, but he's had to play what five or six hour matches. That just shows so. you the strength yeah. and character of that Isn't man. Yeah. yeah, the 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 injuries that he's had to battle through. Um, he's just an unbelievable athlete, Andy Murray. In my eyes, I, I'm sure you agree. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely, great. I think awesome. he's Scotland's yeah. Scotland's greatest ever sportsman. Yep, yeah. I agree for with sure. you. Yep. And he's a Hibs fan, Barry, but you still like him. Oh, is he? <laughs> Aye, of course, the family. No, I know, I know, I know that. So listen, what I was saying just before yeah. we go into the football, yeah. I'm, I'm on the pies. You're on the pies. Yep. Excellent. Um, I get them from Hobson <laughs> and Larry Cole. Good choice. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Dora kebab and All chicken right. curry, that's for myself. <laughs> I'm not getting you in and then, so... <laughs> Some of the headlines then, we're looking forward to the cup final. We'll hear more from Cameron Carter-Vickers, James Tavernier and the managers as well. We had Sakala uh, yesterday speaking. It's been some week and some build-up. Some of the other clubs, remember, we've got full card tomorrow. Aberdeen, Livingston, Kilmarnock, Motherwell, Ross County, Dundee United and the Battle of the Saints at Perth. Uh, some of the headlines today, Hibs are waiting to find out just how bad the hamstring injury is on Aidan McGeady because, Barry, he's made a difference for them since he's come back, what, Six weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, he, I thought they missed him when he, he was out. I don't know if it was his knee. I think it was mm-hmm. his knee he was, he was missing, um, Aidan McGeady. I still think at his age, he's still a quality player. And you see the difference that he's, he's certainly made to, the, to that Hibs team. Um, it depends on the, the extent of the hamstrings, um, whether it's what grade a tear it is. It could be anything from, what, three weeks to three months. So I'm sure Hibs will be hoping that it's more short-term rather than long-term. St Mirren boss Stephen Robinson has been saying today that finishing in the top half with uh, St Mirren would be the best achievement of his career, Mark. Even better than coming third when he was manager of Motherwell. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I think the, your most recent ones, maybe your most uh, successful uh, one, I think St Mirren have had a terrific season, Paul. Their, their home form has been particularly good. Eight or nine wins um, at home, um, putting themselves in a right good position to get in the the uh, the top six, I think they're on thirty six points now. So you know they, they really should be able to go and finish the job off the next five or six games before the split. Um, but they face a tough one tomorrow um, at McDermott Park. But yeah, Stephen Robinson, I think considering uh, they lost the first or second league game of the season at home to Motherwell, one or two fans started to turn on him, but he's 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 recovered um, that and has been absolutely uh, outstanding for Superman. He's proved to be a good manager. Let's go on the lines. John has called in 08 08 17 17 700. Hi, John. 
How are you doing, guys? All right? Good, yeah. Barry's in top form, actually. He's chipper, and so too is Mark. Oh, I'm just excited. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so everybody should be excited. Absolutely. Um, big game on ah, Sunday, you know. Cup final. Of course. Bring it on. Great atmosphere. Yep. John, you too. Uh, yeah, I'm on the edge of my seat. I just, I just got a ticket recently, so that's me. I can, I can no think about the game, no, no think about how I'm going to get in the stadium. Do you know what I mean? So mm. we're buzzing. You're buzzing, yeah. So you'll be there early for the game. What are you thinking then? Have you? Uh, is it Moy for you or O'Reilly or what's on your mind about Celtic? For me, for me, I would go O'Reilly, and I think Moy's brilliant. But I think O'Reilly's the, the legs and he's he's he works. He works better with Hatati and McGregor. I feel like Moy's a brilliant player, but he's a better option to have off the bench in a game like this. Hamden's a big pitch and he's not the youngest Moy, so I'd rather have a guy like O'Reilly can cover the ground left, right, up and down, because it's going to be an end to end game. It's probably going to be like a basketball game. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, do you know what I actually wanted to ask today? I wanted to, ask, to speak to Barry and ask, yep. like, the amount of games that he's played in, what, what's going through your mind in like, the days leading up to this game? Like, can you. Are you talking to the players? Are the players talking about it? Are you all anxious for it? Or is it just business as usual? I bet it both, to be honest with you, John. Um, you, you get the ones that, that they're only the loud ones who are right up for it and you get some of the, the, the quieter ones who are maybe a bit nervous. So that's up to the, see, like the, the kind of leaders in, in the group to kind of identify if MD's feeling a bit touchy or a bit nervy before it. Um, but I, I kind of, I, I, I trained whether it was Celtic or whether it was St Johnston or Motherwell, I, I just treated it the, the same way. You know what I mean? I think if you start treating it different, that's when you start um, having issues, in my opinion. Listen, it, there's two, two massive rivals. Um, as I said to you, the only thing that I kind of led up to the last couple of days of the games is I was fearful of losing. Yeah. It was that fear um, factor and that's what kind of drove me on. Um, more often than not but I, I tend to always treat it that much different for, mm-hmm. for another another game it is difficult because it is yeah. obviously whatever side you're on you're under severe mm-hmm. pressure um, but maybe I was a bit different because I obviously grew up in the west of Scotland sure. and I knew what mm-hmm. I was what I was facing and Craig Moore said that last night about you having been brought up in a family who support Rangers it means everything to you Mark Guidi what do you feel about the Aaron Moy, or would you go for Matt O'Reilly? I, I, yeah. I think the manager will go with uh, with Moy. Um, I mean, John, one thing, you know, you were expressing concern there in terms of Moy's age and fitness. Look, make no mistake, I mean, Aaron Moy, I think he's on 32, 33 sometimes when you're, when, uh, when you're uh, bald, people tend to think you're older. I know that from experience. <laughs> um, so, you know, don't have any issues, don't have any concerns about Aaron Moy's levels of fitness. If it goes 120 or stoppage time, 130 minutes, Aaron Moy's there all day long. But the good thing about what you're talking about for Celtic for Ange Postacoglu, mm. again, Moy, O'Reilly, you could flip a coin. Haksibanovic could come in, wouldn't he let the team down? There's, there's James Forrest, there's 16, 17, 18 outstanding outfield players and the manager has got um, you know a rich um, selection yeah. uh, to choose from as you well know so O'Reilly and Moy I don't think it makes a lot of difference I think they're both very very effective but I think Moy will get the nod and rightly so Marix uh, what's your view what would you think Barry well two very good players but I'm, I'm surprised I've, I've listened and there's quite a few Celtic fans saying they would they would go for O'Reilly which 
I wouldn't say surprise me because I think O'Reilly's a, a fine player. I think he's been a, a brilliant find for one and a half million quid for, for League One. There's no doubt he's been he's been excellent for Celtic. But I, I just think Aaron Moy's just an all-round fantastic football player. He is. Um, to get some him energy, a, isn't he? Yeah, to get him in a free transfer as well is some bit of business. But in saying that, both of them, Marks just says it, it is, it's a, a flip of the coin to her. Are really strong players for Celtic. Whatever one Postacoglu goes with, I'm sure the Rangers midfield will, will be. Listen, Hattie and McGregor are certainties. So it's yeah. between Moy and and obviously O'Reilly and the Rangers midfield. Whoever the three that Michael Beal picks, they need to be bang on it because they're coming up against um, a Celtic midfield who, predominantly throughout the, the full season, have ran games of football. And for everybody, for all three of you, we hope that Nick Walsh has a great game. Yeah. You know, lets it flow. Does not be I'm even trying to often. think about the referee. Sure. And, uh, no, honestly, I'm trying. To, I'm just trying to think of two very good teams who are in fine form yeah. coming up against each other. I hope, and I'm sure yeah. John will agree, Marco will agree, and you will agree. I hope it doesn't come down to a silly decision or, or some something going on with, with VAR. I just hope it's two teams that go and have a right ding dong of a game. And, and you know what? It, it should be Paul. See with the protection of VAR. There should be no excuses for refereeing because they've got, they've got, a, they've got a safety net mm-hmm. of VAR so there should be no excuses for Nick Walsh was it John Beaton's VAR mm-hmm. for either of them or both of them to be the talking point at five o'clock on Sunday. Absolutely no need for it. The thing as well about it is there's two teams that want to play football. Mm-hmm. They want to play football. I hope the surface is in good condition as well. I'm sure it will be on Sunday. So therefore, every supporter, John included, who's on the line, so we're going along to see a spectacle about a team trying their best to win with some outstanding football players on both uh, sides. I do sense a wee bit of needle, wee bit of edge, uh, since Michael Beals came in as Rangers manager compared to what it was like when it was Giovanni Van Bronckhurst and Ange Postecoglou. So Carlos Commons this week as well creates that extra wee bit of edge. Nothing wrong with it, I just wanted to add to it, but I'm not expecting this to be a kicking match or players going out to settle scores it's both teams led by the managers that want to play football and the referees there's no need for them to become a talk because I'm not expecting this to be two or three red cards and get in and kicking lumps at each other it's the not that kind of far. game that there could be yeah I, and, and I hope yeah. that they use a bit of common sense yeah. I, look there's going to be a bit of aggression see as long as there's nothing over the top mm. there's somebody maybe a split second late yeah. and they've tried to get the ball I hope they use their, their, their brain and think to themselves listen it's two teams that are desperate to, to win a cup and there's a bit of sure. common sense exactly. in the refereeing during the game and the, the VAR because you know what it's like sure. every decision yeah. is scrutinised by VAR let the game run let the referee referee the game John, what do you feel on referees? I think, I, to be honest with you boys, I, I don't even want to think about, I don't want to think about referees. I hope that I'm phoning up Monday, yeah. talk about the game, don't even talk about the referee. I don't want to go there because it's just opening a can of worms. I think it'll be a brilliant game. I, 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 I'm, I'm not looking forward to it because I hate these games. But <laughs> do I, you? Aye, yeah. I, 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 I hate them. But you, can't, you can't enjoy it. I've been at Park Kid before and Selig have been 3 now up.
Celtic been able to bring on five subs as a bench, and it's five five players that should be that could be starting for either team. That's I think that's what the difference is between the two teams. I think that's that's how it's going to play out. I think Celtic, Celtic will get it done late or an extra time by using the squad, using the five subs. Do you know what I mean? Because I think there'll be nothing between the teams mm. from the majority of the night. I think that was almost your summary, Barry. You think it's going to be extra time? It yeah, could be a two-two. I, I think it's going to come down to. The late substitutions, yeah. who's got the legs in extra time, who's got that wee energy boost. Yeah. Um, as I said, I think it's going to be back and forth, waves of attack, both teams. I think it's going to be wide open. Um, that's what you want in a cup final. And as Mark mentioned there, that my only concern, well, two concerns was the refereeing and the pitch, but I heard Posta Coggle and Michael Beale talk about the pitch. They're happy with that. That then settles me a wee bit because what you need is you need a good surface because Mark did mention it. There's two really good football teams that try and get the ball down and play attacking stuff. John, final question. What's your routine for cup final day then? When do you get to the ground? What do you do? Where are you in the ground? Uh, I'm behind the goal. Um, My routine is alcohol. Quite a bit of alcohol, to be honest with you. That's why I need to to even get myself out of bed to enjoy these games, to be honest. Um, <laughs> Take it in moderation. <laughs> I'll be. I drink responsibly. And all exactly. That, but come on, yeah. like, I, Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. That's oh. what I'm in about. I think on on Sunday morning. All right, Jay. You have flavour. Right. John, listen. Have a great. Have a great day. You sound nervous, but you're excited. Nice, nice. Na- yeah. No, Listen, thanks for having us on. Cheers. Here. Thanks, John. Yep. Right. I love that. Drink but, responsibly. Yeah, Even please, you please, told me. Please drink responsibly. Yeah. No matter what time you start it, please drink responsibly. <laughs> I bumped into a, oh. I, I was out and about today because I'm, I'm dog sitting for my, my oldest oh, right. boy. Uh-huh. Um, yep. So I took him out a walk into Hamilton. Had to go to a few shops. And mm-hmm. speaking to Rangers and Celtic supporters, they're the same as John. Mm-hmm. Nervous wrecks. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Are you looking forward to the game? Uh, myself, I'm looking forward to it. The Rangers fan, no, I'm not too sure. Same mm-hmm. with the Celtic fan. Oh, I'm nervous about it. So um, it's crazy, isn't it? Uh, how it? We'll find out how the poll is going. I think we were 50 50 at five o'clock, and that's maybe not surprising. Yeah. You mentioned the pitch. Here's Michael Beale speaking about the Hamden surface after he and Ange Postecoglou were there on what Wednesday. Uh, unfortunately, ourselves and Aberdeen were the second and uh, the third and fourth teams to play on it that weekend, and obviously the weather the day before had hurt us. There's no one playing before us this weekend. It's clear that. Um, there's been a lot of work on the pitch and we hope that the weather's kind to us between now and the weekend because it's two excellent football teams and I think the pitch will play a big part in the game as well in, in terms of allowing the, the game to be the spectacle it should be. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show, Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney and Mark Guidi on top form looking into the weekend. You were around Hamilton today, you're smiling. I didn't ask what has happened. Uh, let's take another call. Do you want to jump no in? Problem. Bags of time to talk about it. Somebody was asking for you, one of the top journalists in Scotland. I'll tell you in a wee while, he was on the phone today. Even as good as Mark Guidi, it was Hugh McDonald, the yeah, great writer. I, I like Hugh McDonald. Writes in the, in, in the yeah. mail now, isn't he? Yeah, he's got a big yeah. interview on a Saturday like, morning. Yeah. Great writer. Nice so he was asking yeah. very kindly for you today oh, so, yeah. he was um, nice guy yeah, only got to know him to be honest yeah. I knew all yeah. of him but I was in his company two or three times he mm-hmm. um, knows his football uh, sure does Yeah, knows his football loves Hugh. his boots great reader uh-huh. mm-hmm. he is yeah. 
how the lesson's going. No, that's not funny, is it? Karen's on the line. It's Rich coming from me. Hi, Karen. Good evening. Hi, uh, how are you doing? Good, thanks. What about you, Karen? You're a Rangers fan? I am, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm a big Rangers fan, I am. Right. So how are you feeling for Sunday? What do you think? Are you confident? Do you know what? For a long, long time, for a Rangers to tell you, I don't know what it is this time. Really confident and really, really excited. Mm. Uh, honestly, it's just so different. <laughs> That's good, Barry. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I'm pretty relaxed about it. <laughs> Normally, getting into these games, I'm I'm nervy. Um, I just think uh, probably look back to the the last old firm game. Listen, Celtic mm -hmm. started off the first five ten minutes, flying, go a goal up, then gradually Rangers come into it and showed that they could compete with Celtic. But I think the the forum that they've shown since com coming back off the World Cup break. Um, that's why I'm pretty relaxed. And listen, I'm not overconfident because I've played in enough finals to realise it's, it's who turns up and who gets a grip of the game early doors. That's the most important thing. But Rangers have got players that can hurt Celtic, but on the flip side of that, <laughs> Celtic have got yeah. players that can, that can hurt Rangers. Karen, what do you want to ask Barry and Mark? About Cantwell and Raskin, uh, I mean, I've been really impressed uh, with both of them. I think they show that just absolutely passion to get that ball and they go looking for it. I suppose Celtic and Rangers match at the weekend, so where do you think they'll feature and do you think they'll even will feature? Would you, how do you think Michael Beale's thinking about that? If everybody's fit, I think Raskin will play. I agree with you, Karen. I, I'll... I'll love the fact that he, he demands the ball at every opportunity whether that's off the centre backs I mean I say that I think during the week he's a guy who's wanting to dominate the ball listen he's just turned 22 I think he's going to be an absolute cracker for Rangers going on the short period of time I've seen him I really like him Cantwell as well he's, he's definitely got um, a brilliant football brain but I think if everybody's fit my three in the middle of the pitch Karen would be Raskin Lundstrom and and Tillman. I think Tillman's been brilliant for his excellence since coming back after the break. Mark, what do you think? Yeah, I think Raskin's a, a cert uh, to play. You know, it's early days, but the early impressions are very, very favourable. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he really looks a top player. Actually, you know, whatever it is, a million quid. Yeah, I think it's clear to see it's money well spent, and he could go on to be a, a, a huge financial asset uh, for Rangers after a couple of years. Um, I would have Tillman ahead of uh, Cantman or Cantwell all day. If if Tillman um, uh, is fit, and then and he's going to be fit, isn't he? Yeah, I think Tillman will, will play. I agree with Barry's team and two guys that we've no mention to are potential match winners. The guys that we speak about most weeks, guys that are out of contract, yeah. Kent and Morelos. <laughs> big big days for them. Big big games for them. Particularly Morelos. He's a number nine. He's a focal point of the team. Um, you know, he's he's got the potential to go and be the match winner or he's equally got the potential to go and, go and let Rangers down but on a big occasion on Sunday Rangers you know all those players whether it's Kent and it's Tillman it's Sakala they'll be looking to feed off of Morelos they'll be looking for Morelos to begin in with the right attitude with the right application ready to go and try and cause Celtic a bit of damage yeah, he needs to be a real focal point for Rangers on Sunday um, when his mind's on it and when he's at it I, I I think Rangers are a better team, there's no doubt about it. I'll go back to the game a couple of weeks ago at Tynecastle. That's the Morelos I want to see. But I want to see it every single game, or most yeah. games. Um, yep, so that there is a number, like Raskin, 
and Cantwell that Karn, Karn's mentioned, and then you've got Tillman. I think Lundstrom, I think Rangers will rely on him if he's fit. And then you've got Kent, Ryan Kent, you've got Morelos, you've got Sakala, who, again, with his pace, can hurt he's anybody. A yeah, yeah, he's a real threat. So that's what Rangers have got. Rangers have got threats, certainly going forward. Karen, I wonder what you feel about Alfredo Morelos. <laughs> I, 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 you know, watching Alfredo does make me nervous. Yeah. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, he really has shown great determination. For a wee while under, I like how Michael Beale's been obviously working with him, but there's still an, an element with me that it, it still makes me nervous as watching him as a player, especially against Celtic. So, aye. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bit of Right guy. What do you think, Barry? He used to get too involved in silly things. Do you think he's matured now? Yeah, slightly, but I think if you take that side of the game away from him, I don't think he's right. the, the same player. But that, this is where you, you get a wee arm run about him. A couple of days leading up to it, saying, listen, you make him feel on top of the world, you're so important to us. Uh, have a wee word in his ear, because you need him on it, you need him at it, you need him... Um, going up against Starfelt and, and Carter Vickers and making sure, as I said, he's a, a real focal point. I just like him when he's on his game. I do think he, he brings players into the game. And as I said, he, he gives defenders um, problems. And certainly the one that I would look at that he would probably identify is Starfelt. He could, he could go and, and give him a hard day. Um, Carter Vickers, he likes the physical side of the game. He, he likes that, you know what I mean? And he has a good Solid. player, but... Yeah. Listen, for, for me, Morelos is still the number one striker at Rangers. Mark, is that a weakness there for Celtic potentially that Karen would want to see exploited around Carl Starfelt? I mean, I, I think, you know, both managers will look for something that they can exploit. I wouldn't necessarily call it uh, a weakness because I think that would be unfair in the quality of players. But if you're looking at something that you might be able to get a bit of joy out of, then I'm sure if you're Michael Beale, you'd be saying, if we can keep away from Carter Vickers because he's the strongest yeah. defender at the club yeah. and then you think okay so where can we maybe get that wee bit of joy so he might be, be pointing Morelos towards playing on, on Starfield rather than Carter Vickers that would make sense likewise that we've spoken about a badder you know with, uh, up against uh, Barisic you know the, the, the way he's exploited Barisic and playing the front foot and Barisic knowing his toes um, often enough and not reading the game um, well enough so you look at that's where you, where you look at so I wouldn't have I wouldn't call yeah. it weaknesses, Paul, because I think both teams are full of quality. We've just been, I mean, you, as I said, it's the first time I've spoken about Ryan Kent. You yeah. look at the goal he scored in January, beautiful mm -hmm. finish. You know, you look at the options at Celtic, might have. You look at Maida, and we see, oh, Maida's got a great work rate, yeah. But what a right good player he is as well. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. he's a top, he's a top player. And the so speed. You, aye, so you, you look at yeah. you look at all that. That's why I think, you, you listen to Karn's points um, too, yeah. does Cantwell play? You know, we're even mentioning a guy like Hadji. Um, as well, you know, so you think on Scott Arfield, the experience that he's yeah. got, you know, a guy came off the bench uh, to get Rangers a couple of goals at Petordia a few weeks ago. So you look at all that, that's why it's going to be a ding dong, Paul. Yep. An absolute ding dong um, of a game. Here's a wee uh, bit yeah, yeah. See, can I just um, come in there? A lot of people look like I, I naturally look at the middle of the pitch where it, the battle will, yeah. will happen. Mm -hmm. You look at Celtics forward players that can hurt you like Kyogo and you look at obviously you've mentioned uh, Ryan Kent Morelos I think the battle will be key for both teams is Tavernier against Jota mm -hmm. Barisic against Abada or Maeda 
that's where I, I think it's, it's going to be key at the weekend. Karen, what's your scoreline? I think it's going to be really tight. I think Barry and Mark have been talking about it. I think definitely spot on. I think it will be to the long haul. Uh, and I think 3-2 to Rangers is what I would like to see. But I think Rangers is going to come out and I think they're just going to go for it really fast and try and get that early goal. And if that happens, I think we've got a totally different game. Yeah. That's why I honestly think Rangers are going to come out out the traps so quickly. Early goal. Yeah, I yeah. think they've got to go and impose herself. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah, they've got to go and impose herself early doors and say, listen, we're here to control the game. We're yeah. not allowing Celtic to control it. That's that that has got to be their mindset come three o'clock on Sunday. Yeah, if they allow Celtic to get into a rhythm, they'll get punished. Yeah. Yeah. If they allow Celtic to get into a rhythm, they'll get punished. Yeah, they would. Karen, where are you watching it and listening? We'll be on Go Radio, of course. Well, that's, what was, that's what I was laughing at, the last caller. Yeah. I was like, I'm looking forward to it, so, so I'm going to disagree there. Uh, I, I don't have a ticket, so I've not got that. And, uh, and uh, unfortunately, I'm only be absorbing alcohol because I've got work. Uh, <laughs> well done. So I hope, I hope the last caller has a great time. But... <laughs> <laughs> See, Cam's been professional. <laughs> See, Cam, you're being professional. No alcohol. I like it. Are you in Ayrshire, Karen? Where are you from? I've got to work. I've got to work, eh? Where are you from, Karen? Uh, I'm from Tollcross. Tol- Glasgow, oh. and I work through in Edinburgh. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have everything been in Edinburgh. Karen, great call. No, no, so don't, listen, don't be feeling sorry for me, then. No, I know. No, some great people in Edinburgh. <laughs> Thanks, no, Karen. I only work there. Come on, of guys. course. No, no, absolutely. The... <laughs> Karen, have a great weekend. Thanks for calling. Cheers, Cheers Karen. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Bye bye. Thanks, Bye-bye. Karen. She's in good form. Bye-bye. And don't forget that Barry will be here with Andy Walker. We're on from two. So, and it'll be on via play as well. Looking forward to it. Mark, you'll be Ten, watching the game as well. Pundits, yep. I seen. Yeah. And none of them likes the sound of their own voice. <laughs> <laughs> Some oh. news uh, from Gate James, or just checking a second or two. So it's going to be great, though, isn't it? Paul, it's, it's brutal. Look, there's a there's a cup final at stake. Yeah. That's what we all want. This is what you know. Barry knows better than us. This is what why your season starts at the end of June, the start of July. Why you discipline yourselves? Why you make sacrifices to go and win silverware? So Celtic and Rangers have put themselves in a position that they're 90 minutes away from winning the first trophy. For Celtic, it's keeping the trophy, potentially a treble. For Michael Beals, his first trophy after 10 weeks in charge um, as a manager and all of a sudden he could get lift off um, at Rangers. So, so much at stake and you've got 25,000 supporters from each side. Eventually, whether it's five o'clock or just after, 25,000 will be absolutely ecstatic and 25,000 of them with their faces tripping them as they're walking out of hand. Yeah, see, the, another thing I used to think about as well, like come half five or whenever the game finished, whether it was going to go into extra time, I thought to myself, I'm either going back to enjoy it with the cup and have a few beers to celebrate or I'm straight in the car and I'm back home and shutting the curtains. Yeah. For how many days? Quite a number of days. Yeah. Going to be some day. We've had quite a few uh, messages coming in. This is one we spoke about earlier. Kev, a Celtic fan uh, from Springburn. He's out and about in his Uber. Hope it's going to be busy tonight. Uh, he's asking you, would you play Jota on the left and Abada on the right? Or would you play Jota on the right and Maeda on the left? So you'll get it in the podcast. We talked about it about half an hour ago. But this is the thing. They've got options. Both time teams have. Have you yeah. changed your mind on it at all? What would you do with Jota? What would you do Abada? 
Would the bad be on the bench for you? Wait, you want me to give your yeah. my Rangers point of view? Yeah, I, yeah. Well, you, if Jota's on the bench, me personally, yeah. I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a fair Rangers point of view, I just think he's a player um, with exceptional talent. And even when he's not on top of his game, these guys can spring a moment out of nothing in the, the space of 10 seconds. Um, but again, I mean, you look at it, that four you're talking about there, I think whatever three Poster Coglu picks, I think the Celtic fans would be pretty comfortable with it, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. Mark? Yeah, I, I think so. Another thing about all the Celtic players here, and if you want to take the classic example as the last Old Firm game where Celtic are 2-1 down, the thing that, that really impressed me about Celtic in that last 10 minutes, I think they scored with three or four minutes to go, is how calm they were, Paul. Mm-hmm. Every one of them yeah. was calm and confident that they were going to get a goal. They were going to get an equaliser. You know, there wasn't a bump, bump, bump. So I think there's a real composure in the team. I think I really liked Callum McGregor's interview earlier on when he spoke about the work ethic every day. What he, did, he gave you an insight into what goes on at Celtic. And you can see that he, he, he's no at it. He was telling the truth. He said, we prepare the same way for every game. We train the same way for every game. So you could see that like so when Celtic played Real Madrid, it wasn't a change in for me. It was, this is what we do. Might, we might lose four or five, nothing, but this is what we do. This is what we think is going to give us the best chance of getting the most positive result. And that's what we'll do um, on, on Sunday. And do you know what? The more I think about it, the more I'm wondering, is O'Reilly going to get the nod? Is O'Reilly going to get the nod? I just wonder, is O'Reilly going to get the nod? You know, Celtic fans that think O'Reilly. Uh, I wonder. I wonder. Uh, again, it's similar to what we're talking about the Celtic front three. Mm. That four players yeah. in the centre of the pitch. I think whatever three picks, I think the Celtic fans would be again pretty pretty comfortable. But see when you look at Celtic, Celtic are they're programmed. They're a team that know exactly what they're doing. And again, that's what Rangers are starting to get to. Like obviously yeah. they're getting used to a certain way of playing. It takes a bit of time. That's what happened with Celtic. It never happened yeah. overnight. Sure. But they've they've been doing it now consistently for what, 15, 16 months? Yeah. Take away the first couple of months where they had a few yeah. dodgy results um, at Celtic, and that's similar to what Michael Beale's having. He's had good results. The performances have no been quite been there where he's want. There's been some games where he's been really happy, and there's been other games where there needs to be a, a bit of work to to be done. It's half time for us. We're back with Mark and Barry. Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. It's the League Cup final weekend. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk. Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go. Well, the weekend football kicks off tonight. It's live in the telly. Wraith Rovers against Air United. Ayrshire. Ayrshire's finest at the moment, obviously in the Championship, battling to try and get into the Premiership. And then tomorrow there's a full card as well, a broth against Partick Thistle. We're looking forward, Barry, to the big game in Lanarkshire tomorrow yeah, afternoon. Yeah, yeah. against um, the league leaders, Queen's Park. Yeah. But let's be honest, Aki's form in the last um, two or three weeks has certainly picked up. Um, and yeah. it's picked up at the right time, Paul, because... I was beginning to become concerned um, that the Aki's were heading for for League One, but John Rankin fair play to him, yep. um, fair play to the Hamilton board. They stuck by him, and now he's starting to get the results. And hopefully, 
they get another three points tomorrow off the bottom of the table Queen's Park will tell a different story we're looking forward to the game now Dundee against Inverness it's been a, a tough few weeks for Inverness and Morton against Cove and in the Cinch Premiership Aberdeen against Livingston Kilmarnock Motherwell Ross County Dundee United and St Johnson against St Mirren so we're looking forward to all the games and of course it's the League Cup final Rangers the home team up against Celtic the defending holders of that uh, Trophy, which you won five times, Barry Ferguson. Yeah, lucky enough to, yeah. to win it five times. Um, and a lot of people say well, it's only a League Cup, but listen, it's the first trophy, Paul, to yeah. win mm-hmm. um, during the season. And you were desperate to get your hands on that because that gave you a massive confidence boost. And that's what Rangers should be thinking about um, getting into this game on Sunday. They're coming in against the holders, um, the team who are nine points clear with 26 goals. Um, more than more than Rangers at this moment in time, so they're not Rangers. Know they're in for a tough task. There's no doubt about it. So they need to make sure they're ready and take the game to Celtic. More coming from Barry and Mark on that. We'll hear from Cameron Carter Vickers and from James Tavernier and from the two managers. But it's been a huge week for Motherwell, and on the line now is Stephen Reside, huge Motherwell fan. Good evening, Stephen. Hello, guys. How you doing? Can you right yeah. Yeah, loud and clear. You. you can hear him, Barry, as well. So, what a week for you. How are you feeling about the game tomorrow at Kilmarnock? One that I'm now looking forward to, I think. If you ask me, 10 days ago, we're looking at these two games. We make a break, but they still are massive. But we'll give ourselves a wee bit of a cushion now. So, now if we win these two, we can start looking up the way. Um, but listen, Kelly, they're outside Rangers. Their last home defeat was the 4th of November against Livingston, so the home form's pretty good. I don't know if I've got a striker to choose from tomorrow, um, with Vassell being suspended after yeah. the, the red card against Livy. So um, it's a game that we can go into with confidence, and Stuart Kettlewell can hopefully continue this, this change in fortune that we're seeing. And a couple of things, Stephen, you were calling for two up front for a while, and Obika, what a job he did for you last week. Exactly what we've needed. We've needed some robustness yeah. in the middle of the park. We've got that in the form of Dean Cornelius. Mm-hmm. The two centre backs are defending first, which is what you like to see. And if you get somebody up beside Van Veen, which we've got now in Obika, it, it, it just works. Um, and we've not done anything overly pretty in the last two games, but we've done the basics. And I, I know it sounds like I'm repeating myself, but yeah. it's so important. Then you do the basic fight when you're in an allegation fight. That's what I've done. We've stuck it back to basics and hopefully, hopefully we, take, we can get the three points tomorrow. Barry, you were never in a relegation fight, but that's what you do need, isn't it? What Stephen's saying. Yeah, I think the last two games I've proved that, as Stephen says, it wasn't pretty, but I thought the shape of the team and the system that he played was spot on. I watched the game on Sunday against Hearts and I've got to be honest with you, I thought they bullied Hearts. I, I did um, Hearts had a couple of opportunities you've got to ride your luck a bit but I thought overall overall sorry um, Muddle certainly deserved to, to win and I thought Abika and Van Veen as you mentioned they bring a real physical presence up top Abika um, was decent and listen you always get that you get a kick with a, with a new manager coming in but I just thought they, they were solid defensively and that's what you've got to be if you if you want to climb that table. And now what an opportunity they've got 
I've got to be going into the game at Rugby Park um, confident I know Kilmarnock as Stephen says there their home form's been really good I think their home form will keep Kilmarnock up but Motherwell have got to go down there clearly looking to take the, the three points Marcus a tough one in Kelly though isn't it with Kyle Vassell his red card was upheld yeah the appeal was rejected surprised. I was surprised but I have to be honest anyway, I, was, I yeah. was surprised but then you shouldn't be surprised at being surprised with yeah. some of the decisions mm. that you get they just they, they're absolutely baffling yep. um, some of the refereeing decisions but, but anyway yeah, it, it'll be a miss um, for them tomorrow um, he's a guy he, he's busy you know, he can, can, can nick a goal um, so you know Command that will be really workman like, you know, they'll just keep digging in, they'll keep probing. Motherwell will have a spring in their step uh, because of the last two victories. That I have to be honest, uh, having watched them a few weeks ago with St Johnson beating them at Fur Park, Stephen, I thought Motherwell were away. I thought they were going to finish 12th, but they've got a wee bounce yeah, back. And I think one of the things has been the arrival of a beaker, just giving Van Veen a hand. I think sometimes Van Veen was just covering too much ground in his own not conserving energy, not being ready, you know, to go and pounce in and around the area. And Abika's just given him a, a bit of a, a hand. He's a handful as well, Abika, for opposition defenders. He, he's powerful, he's direct. Um, so he's been a really good arrival. And <laughs> the ironic thing is, he arrived on Stephen Hamill's watch and he's not been able to go and um, kind of work with him to try and um, help him. So it's now Stuart Kettlewell, fair play to him. I think Motherwell in a really strong position um, and credit to him for that. The right appointments. Can I, can yep. I make another point, guys? Of I course. Think, I think another big difference, and I've always thought about this throughout the season, is the balance that we've got in midfield. We've brought in Dean from the West, and we've moved West Bittle almost in the more advanced goal in the midfield and behind the front two. And to me, that's his position. We've been playing him wide for the last parts of this season. But now when he's playing in there, he can time his runs better, he can get on the ball. And come from a deeper area to get into the areas that it used to be, and also having Dean Cornelius, who's a bit more of a spoiler, yeah. that then allows Sean Goss to get his foot on the ball and play passes. So I just think we're seeing the balance and that midfield a lot better. Yeah. You're happy with the appointment of Stuart Kettlewell till at least next, you know, a year in May? Good choice? Yeah, I, I think so. I think when you look at what's out there, Ian Holloway doesn't yeah. know the league. Um, as well yeah, no, neither I think, did Grant McCann and I, I just think that Kettlewell I think he had like a 41% 1% at Ross County and for the club at Ross County that's a really good 1% so mm-hmm. hopefully he can come in here and, and emulate that if not do better I mean you see him talking yesterday or the day before he's talking about getting his back into Europe um, Stevie Hamill's 1% was, was 25% so and I think that's one of the worst in my team supporting Motherwell. Um, so what's the scoreline tomorrow? Let's check with Barry first, Stephen. Barry, what do you reckon? Kelly against Kilmarnock the Will. Won, Motherwell won, yeah. The draw. Mark, what do you reckon? No, no. No, no, a draw as well. Stephen, what do you think? You'll be there. We're going to nick it 1-0. Scorer? Blair Spittle? Yeah, we'll Van Veen. Van Veen. We'll and Stephen, see all the build-up to Rangers Celtic on Sunday. Uh, do you watch the game come Sunday? Oh, I don't think you're a football fan if you don't watch that, man. Right, good man. Um, I think it's going to be brilliant. I think when you look at the two teams, the two of them are in great form just now. They end up unbeaten in 13 under Bill and Celtic, just destroying everybody in their path. Mm-hmm. I think the performance of Glenn Kamara is going to be pivotal for Rangers. It's the midfield battle for me is pivotal on Sunday. Um, I think the likes of 
Hattati, McGregor, and whether it'll be a right way more, it'll be interesting to see where Celtic go with that, but it's going to be one in the middle, and if Rangers are going to win, Raskin and Kamara need to have the game in the life. Barry, Kamara, we've hardly mentioned them. Yeah, and again, listen, I would have no issues if, if Kamara was playing because Lundstrom and, and Ryan Jack uh, missed it through injury. I thought uh, Kamara and Raskin were, were excellent against them, mm. um, Livingston. And, and that's the difference where you look at the four players that are available for that kind of, you say that sitting two would be Lundstrom, Jack, Kamara and Raskin. I'd be happy with, with um, any of, the, any of the, the four of them, yeah. if I'm being honest with you. And then you look forward if it's Cantwell because Tillman's missing. I'm more than happy with, with, with Cantwell coming in because he's shown real good quality. See, see if, I think Tillman will be, but I think you, you've said probably they're all ready. But if Tillman's not available, would you be tempted to put Arfield in instead of Cantwell mm. just because of that experience of, he, of that know how? That's the only issue with, with Scotty Arfield. Mm. Um, at the age when you miss, I know yeah. myself getting older, when you miss two or three weeks. Is it harder then? Yeah, just it's, it's definitely bursting. harder as, as you go older. I mean, I think if Scott Arfield was, had been available and on the bench and getting 10 or 15 minutes and this game was coming up and Tillman was definitely going to be out, I think Scott Arfield would have been in there. But because he's had the lack of games over the last mm-hmm. two or three weeks, I think that would go against him. And that's why I think Cantwell would would come into that area if Tillman doesn't make it. Hard to, I think Tillman's yeah, making it. I think he's going to make it. Hard to call, Stephen, before you go. So, who do you think's going to win the cup final? I'm going to upset Barry and I'm going to go Celtic 2-1 in extra time. Barry, are you still speaking to him? <laughs> <laughs> and what yeah, about, listen, uh, course, listen yeah. everybody's yeah. getting an opinion. I, yeah, have, I have no problem yeah. with that, but... Um, and, I think you're right. I'll, I'll not be speaking to Stephen again. It, yeah, patch him. <laughs> and Stephen, what about Newcastle United or Manchester United? Well, Newcastle's my English team. I've been, I've been doing a lot of team the last few years, so I'm really looking forward to that. Although I do think um, that Cope's a big miss. Yeah, man, you're flying. Rashford, to me, is the most informed player on the planet at the moment, so Newcastle are going to need to keep him quiet. Um, I think Man you're going to make that one too now. Although Rashford could miss it, Barry, I think, and Mark. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, yeah, potentially, yep. I obviously getting took off last night. Yep. Um I mean if he's going to be missing, that's massive. Mm-hmm. He is definitely the form player mm-hmm. just now. He's been in unbelievable form. I would love to see Newcastle do it, but I think Man United will, will win it. Mm-hmm. What was your scoreline, Stephen? 2-0 Man United unfortunately oh, yeah. I didn't even know yeah. there was a cup final <laughs> <laughs> that's right 4.30 4.30 kick off that's right I'll get yours in a moment there's only Mark. one game it's on right. Sunday okay. Stephen thanks for coming on good luck what a week for you absolutely delighted no. and we'll speak to you soon no worries guys and well done cheers Stephen fantastic oh Stephen was brilliant wasn't he yeah Thank yeah, you. Fantastic. Yeah, it was. That's fantastic. right. Kieran. Kieran Burns. Yeah, it was great. Thanks, Stephen. Speak to you soon. Off to the match tomorrow, and he reckons a win for the well. And it has been, it's a fairy tale for Stuart Kettlewell as well. It's been so tough for Stevie Hamill yeah. that everyone likes, but yeah. football can be really, really tough. Right it back. can be cruel. Yeah, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cruel. You, you. Listen, when Stephen Hamill got, got the job, I think everybody in football was, was delighted yeah. and, and pundits, whatever anybody you spoke to. Uh, you know what Muddle means to him um, so that that's a sore one and then you go and look at the last two games they've picked up six points I mean Stephen Hamill must be mm. sitting in the house thinking to himself what's going on here what was the cruelest moment 
in your Rangers career? Can you think of a moment just that, you know, we talk about the glory days and we will talk about that before seven, but was there a moment you found that was the toughest football-wise for you and you thought, should have done better? Or... The, the UEFA Cup final. Right. I realised that just after I asked it. Uh -huh. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's the one that you regret. But no excuses, sure. listen. Yep. See, at the end of the day, we weren't mm. good enough on the, the night. The better team deserved to win it. You look back, it was a brilliant run, but it doesn't really mean nothing because you never won it in the end. You get to the final and, and it's all about winning. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that was a that was a sick man, but like, no excuses. The Zenit were, were better on the night. And Mark, um, looking from a Celtic point of view, Martin O'Neill was in that very chair where Barry is just a few months ago. I see he's still on the round with his new excellent book. And he remembers the day when Celtic lost the, the helicopter Sunday. You know, what was it, five minutes to go there, a, a goal up against Motherwell, they're going to win the league. And uh, for part, aye, 2005, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Rangers did it. A goal up, I think Gordon Marshall yeah. had a couple of saves um, for, for Motherwell. Scotty McDonald, who was playing for Motherwell at the time, scores a, a goal or two. Probably his last And game. then signs for, yeah. for, for, for uh, Celtic a, a year or so um, later. So, yeah, I think that was probably yeah. a sovereign skit. Celtic went and won the Scottish Cup uh, the following week, but because Martin O'Neill knew uh, at that point it wasn't made public that, that, he, that he was leaving the club, I think that made it really sore. Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu. He was speaking about the, the fans and the importance and the, the allocation is 50-50. It's a different atmosphere. It's a real sort of, um, you know, if you want to call it a derby atmosphere. Obviously, you know, when you play, when we play Celtic Park or we play at Ibrox, the, you know, the atmosphere is is very parochial in one way. And, and, you know, for the home team, that's I think it's an advantage, absolutely. Um, you know, we feel it when we play at Celtic Park. You know, having our supporters there, you know, um, 60,000 of them, I think, helps us. But I think in terms of a spectacle and in terms of a derby, having it split, um, um, particularly in a, in, a, in a cup final, I think, adds to the theatre of it. I, I, I believe that. And I think I think the players and, and everyone involved enjoys that because you get a bit of, bit of everything in there. Mark, you love it. 50-50 Barry's been oh, talking about it on Wednesday Paul, cup, you know yeah. cup finals are their special days clearly for players but you know yourself when you're in the media you mm. love working at a cup final it's always a, a privilege if you're writing a match report or you're, yeah. or you're broadcasting or you know whatever it may be it's always a privilege um, to be a part of a of a cup final day in whatever um, shape or form you, know, you want like the players you want to be on your game you want to call it right you, know, you want to find things you want to be ready you're up in the yard you know, the Sunday meal, always yeah. the cup final breakfast, big fry up uh, in the uh, morning as well, yeah. the cup finals. So, look, um, it was great. Great thing to be a, a part of and very, very special for the for the 50,000 uh, supporters that are going to be there. And at some point, Paul, somebody will go home with a cup. Yep. Trophies at stake. Mm -hmm. Can it be a draw? Can it be, oh, well, we're, we're all right, we all shake hands at the end? No, somebody is going to win the game. So it's a defining moment for the season on, on Sunday. Can I ask a question? Uh -huh. What was on the plate in terms of fry-up? <laughs> Barry, I loved it. Uh, oh, yeah. I loved the, the, the totty scone, the black pudding, oh. the square, oh. the link, wee bit of beans, no, no sakin, the fried uh, tomato, <laughs> but the, 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 full, the, full, the full bit. Oh, aye. One of the best ones pre-match was we went to the hotel in town, one of the big hotels, Davy Proven, Derek Johnson and myself, and who came over but the big one? Billy Conley joined us for about 20 minutes. 
And Archie was there as well. Archie McPherson. He was the commentator. And it was brilliant. Billy Connolly was he wasn't drinking by then, but he was in top form. So imagine Cup Final Day starts with Billy Connolly joining you. Brilliant. It was amazing. Did you get a wee piece of him? Did you get my wee piece to, to the mic? No. <laughs> he, had a few, oh, he came on. Yeah, yeah, he, he came. He was absolutely brilliant. Oh. And he loved meeting Big Derek and obviously Davy Proven as well. And uh, yeah. that was great. You can't beat Cup Final and, Day. Oh. Yeah. You've never had a doner kebab? No, it's true. I've not. I said to Barry in the break, we're having. Do- I, I can't believe that. No, I've never had a doner kebab. You have yeah. a doner kebab pie on Sunday, right? We'll be okay till six o'clock. We'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to it. the countdowns on. I was speaking to yeah. David Proven during the week. How is he in Spain? Loving life. Aye. Loving life Aye. in Spain. He was just walking down for a Saveta. Five o'clock at night. <laughs> beautiful beer, no. short t-shirt on, <laughs> and he was asking for everybody yeah. just hey, loving life. Brilliant. Brilliant. We miss him here. We're looking forward to oh. Andy Walker being with us, but normally, Barry, it was you, me, and Davy Proven. Yeah, I yeah. mean, uh, <clears throat> I, I go back to listening to him commentator. Yeah. I, I thought he was a brilliant commentator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Davy was. Um, and obviously, worked with him in here for a, a year or so. Indeed. Um, yeah, yeah no, he was a good guy. Kn- knew, knew his football inside out. And obviously, I was too young, but I always asked my old man and a few other people what it was like as a player. and Everybody says he, he could play the game, that's for sure. Look at that goal he scored, the equalising goal in the cup final in, what, 85? The 100th cup final. Do you know I went back and watched yep. it on YouTube? Yeah. Yep. Well, the bar had some hair, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The curls. Like a Harry Handsome yeah. Davey yeah. back in the day, wasn't it? It's a great strike, wasn't it? He, he, he did well. <laughs> <laughs> the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! 08, 08, 17, 17, 700, pre-cup final, Sunday, 3 o'clock. We're on air here on the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors from 2pm. Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney and Andy Walker. On the line now is Terry, a Celtic fan. Good evening, Terry. Good evening, Paul. Evening, Barry. How evening, you doing, Mark. Terry? Hey, Terry. Good yeah. to hear you. All good. All good. All good. Looking forward to it? Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> It's been a long time coming, I suppose. It does seem a long way, doesn't it? We've been talking about it for weeks, it seems. Obviously, there's other things as well, but this that's the main event, especially with the nine points in it in the league. It's so, sure, Rangers fans, I get it, and this could be crucial for them. But anyway, you're a Celtic fan, Terry. What do you want to, to say, to ask the guys? Yeah, well, my kind of point, at the start of the week, I was kind of, I thought maybe a bad, I should maybe, maybe get the nod, because he kind of turns up in these games and, with goals and whatnot, but then now at the end it comes towards it, I'm like, it's got to be my either because kind of looking at something like the last couple of games, Celtic scored six goals, and uh, arguably Tavernier's kind of looked kind of at fault for four of them, or he's played a part in it. So I think my either pressing him is uh, kind of going to be key on Sunday, and uh, so I, I think uh, he's kind of. As much as he's good with his penalties and whatnot, I just think defensively he's, uh, we should be targeting that side of the pitch. And just to see what you thought of that, Barry. Yeah, I mean, I, I says that this week, um, and for a Rangers point of view, mm. I'm sure Michael Beale. That's something he's looked at that in Casey Tavernier and Barisic. You are definitely going to play uh, right and left back. Whoever's playing in the wide area, whether it's Maida, whether it's Jota, whether it's Abada. They need to get close to them. They, they can't give them a yard or two what they have done in, in previous games. I thought the game at Ibrox at the start, Maeda was in top of um, 
Tavernier the first mm. 20 25 minutes then gradually you get closer to him and that's what you've got to do with players like that who's got unbelievable pace and then Jota as well the trickery that he's got and the pace that he he has you've got to get close to these guys and force them back the way because if you give them space in my opinion they're only going to do one thing and that's hurt you Mark what do you feel? Yeah I, I, I would go with uh, Maida against Tavernier you know in terms of going forward and you know coming back and helping out Greg Taylor I think you know, Maida and Jota are both very, very effective players, but in, but in a different way. I think Maida is more powerful, he's probably greater direct penetration, whereas Jota's got a wee bit more trickery, you know, can you know turn you inside out. And, you know, but I think for the kind of game that it is, the fact that it's a cup final, it's a one-off game, I think the to get the, the best um, out of um, taking advantage of Tavernier, I would go with Maida. Who, who plays in the right then? Terry, who plays on the right, Abada or Jota? Oh, you go Jota then. I actually might have been kind of playing. Mm. Yep. Maida on the left and then mm. Jota's been playing. And then, so I, and then obviously the other one is, is it Moya or Riley? So, who do you go with? Mo- oh, Moy, definitely. He's, he's yeah. kind of, I see, that's I one of the first Celtic fans I, I've heard say that. Mm. The vast majority that I've spoke to are heard on yeah, here sure. that they've says mm. are Riley, which. Uh, so, no, I've, I've watched him of late over the last few months and mm. he's just the guy's cruising about with like his pipe with slippers man he's just <laughs> keeps possession great and yeah. who's that Moy? The goals. Yeah. Aye, yeah. Moy aye. Aye, aye. Moy's a good player there. there's no doubt about it I mean you get him in a free transfer <laughs> phenomenal some bit of business Terry what worries you about yeah. Rangers though on the day what worries me about Rangers yeah. uh, well I don't know I suppose Sakala's uh, Talk to talk this week and uh, a far better side, etc. So, yeah, I suppose success is earned and talk is cheap. So, we'll see what happens. Uh-huh. What about, for example, Raskin, who it sounds as though he, you've got Barry smiling on that one? Yeah, we'll I love it. it. It's great, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, can't yeah. beat it. Can't um, beat it. What about Nicholas Raskin? Uh, well, I've only seen I've only seen highlights him last week. I just, he looks a good player, and I think as Ronnie Dyer said, he should be yep. should win that Belgium team as well. So. I'd take Ronnie's opinion, aye. But uh, I just think if, if we just turn up and play our game, play our football, try and not get involved in any silly bar, carry on or anything, we should be, we should be okay. Before we get your prediction, I see one of the things that the news that's come in this evening. So here are the top scoring clubs in the Champions League. What, what was the European Cup? Top club, it's the one that's won it most times. Real Madrid. Real Madrid followed by Bayern München. Then Barcelona, Man United, Juventus, Liverpool, Benfica, AC Milan, Ajax, Porto, Dynamo Kiev, Chelsea, and then is it Rangers or Celtic? What do you think? Looking at Barry. Champions League. At, Ooh. So, so let's just go back is, to the Champions League started in yeah, 1992 Europe, Yeah, European Cup, Champions League. Oh, so get away back to the 60s as well? I think so. Um, Don't <laughs> what be? Okay. be? It would depend. If, um, <laughs> well, obviously, it would depend, yeah. wouldn't it? Uh, oh, yeah. Go to the Rangers, isn't it? It's Celtic. Celtic. Yep, Celtic. 334 <laughs> goals. <laughs> Terry. <laughs> 334 goals. Then it's Arsenal, Borussia Dortmund, and Anderlecht, PSG, Inter, Red Star Belgrade, PSV Eindhoven, and then Rangers, 242. Then Leon, Dinamo Zagreb, Man City, Atletico, and Rosenberg. It's great to see. That would, need, that would need there, to include it? it all to the way back then, I would imagine, Paul. That's that that would include that way back yeah. to the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just reading it as it comes in, but yeah. I yeah, reckon that three, had to be, four, That's four, why I said yeah. Champions yeah. League and yeah. European Cup. Yeah. 
it's the same trophy, isn't it? But it's great to see us in there. I wonder how. We can what did see you say? What a Celtic yeah, call? Sorry, Celtic it, were three hundred and thirty-four. What, what's position in yeah, the table? Uh, number thirteen. Oh, right, right. Lucky in oh. this occasion. Yeah. yeah. You take that. Terry. That's good. Good. Yeah. And most Rangers. Rangers are number twenty-one. Two for two goals. Uh, just ahead of Leon, just behind PSV. Good going for both clubs, actually. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. to be all pretty much in the top twenty, both teams. Yeah, very yeah. good. And many years not Can in we the tournament. Two for that now. <laughs> 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 What's your scoreline, Terry? What's going to happen for Sunday? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. As long as we score one more and lift the cup, I'll be happy. Well, Barry thinks it is going to be. Well, I think everyone thinks it's going to be really tight. Mark, did we get your scoreline? Yet. No, no, you want to keep it to uh, the end. Let's go for it, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 80, uh, yeah. I, I need to fancy um, Celtics. I think they're the the better team, and I think what Terry said: if if, if Celtic turn up and play their A game, or put, if both teams play their A game, I think Celtic are are, mm. are better, um, and it will. I think the benches will have a part to play as well. But I do think it will go to extra time. And I'm going to go the opposite to Barry. I'm going to go 3-2 Celtic after extra time. I think it's a proper ding-dong on Sunday. Terry, here's your captain speaking about the preparation for the cup final. Yeah, of course. You know, everybody knows it's a big game, a game of consequence. And I've always said this, as a football player, you want to be involved in, in big games and in games of consequence where things are on the line. So that's what excites you as a player. Um, obviously, you know what's coming at the end of the week, but I believe that you need to have a process, you have to trust your process and, and what gets you success and, and what's had success over recent times then. I think it's important that you stick to that, um, you have experience through the good times and the bad times. And then, like I said, when the, the occasion comes and the game starts, you know there's, you know the game's there to be played and, and that's what happens. The game kicks off and you have to go. So in terms of preparation, of course, you're excited, you're looking forward to the game, but you know you have to stick to a process throughout the week. He'll lead out the Celtic players and a vital one for them is Cameron Carter-Vickers. Yeah, no, it's definitely a big moment for me. Um, obviously the first first uh, trophy that I won. Uh, and I think, you know, for the group, it definitely gave us a boost. You know, it gave us a bit more belief and, and, you know, I think it really pushed us on for the rest of that season. Two top men for you, Terry. Cease. Well, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Carter-Vickers has been phenomenal for us. Uh, I say it. I don't even want to envisage a day when these guys are no longer on the team. So... Aye, he's been he's been great for us. Who's your player of the year? Yep. Who's your player of the year for Celtic? I think you watch them every week, Terry. Who's your? Aye, who's aye, been the aye. best? Who's uh, been your, who's your player of the year at the moment? Carter Vickers are a rock, but because uh, mm. I think Craig Taylor's had a great season as well. And I, I, I'm really hard pushed. But we're getting to the business end, so mm. I wouldn't mind to make my decision in February. But Carter Vickers, Taylor at the moment, and obviously Kyogo, these goals. What about Hatati? Well, he's just kind of kicked on like for I'd say November there. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. But he's had a great season, but he's starting to look the business, and I just mm. hope Southampton are watching. Yeah, you'd be worried uh, to lose him. Listen, thanks for calling, Terry. Here's James Tavernier into the Hall of Fame where Barry is, and uh, well, he was really chuffed about uh, it. Yeah, um, it's fully still not sunk in um, the magnitude that you know you really look into it, and you, you know you. Your name's gonna be um, on the marble marble staircase on the wall with you know the greats of our club, and it's such a you know a huge honour. Um, and obviously to be inducted with Griggsy and Davo, who have been great servants to our club, um, it's a huge honour. Um, so it was obviously a great start to the week, and then obviously to lead into a cup final, 
no, I'm, I'm always fully motivated, but it's, it was a nice touch. And Barry, you mentioned there Alan McGregor. You played alongside him and Stephen Davis. Stephen Davis scored for Rangers last time they won the League Cup. Yeah, it's amazing. 2011. Yep. 11, yep. Yep. Who was the other Rangers scorer? Yelovich. Yeah, correct. Mark told you, you, get <laughs> you get the winner, didn't you? Was it moment you kind of flicked off the post and just got over the line? I think from memory. Two one, right? Yeah, yeah. After yeah. extra time. Yeah. James Tavernier in the Hall of Fame. Barry, I know how proud you are to be in there. Uh, for Tavernier, any other players in there could go into the Hall of Fame. Alan McGregor, obviously, we know about some of the ones coming through. You know, it's really early days, but will we see people like Raskin coming through, for example? Can't well have the career that takes him into that Hall of Fame. T- time will tell. Paul, um, listen, I think you need to accumulate a certain amount of games, win a certain amount of trophies. um, And certainly that's what Alan McGregor and Stephen Davis have done. And James Tavernier, to be fair to him, as I keep saying, he's one that I've always stood by um, when he's come in for a bit of criticism. And the one thing for me that stands out, he never had. He always made himself available. and you hear him there. It's uh, as a massive honour when you you get inducted into the the Hall of Fame, and you see yourself when you walk through the front doors, um, sitting at the no, on the the wooden panel with such brilliant players who have won so many trophies and played so many games for Rangers. So yeah, be the three of them. It was a brilliant night for him on Sunday. Taff was also asked about you know what happened to Rangers around 2012. He's reflected on those years. Um, I definitely. You know, you never think that too far ahead. Obviously, the, this is my eighth season. Uh, there's plenty of positives and negatives in that. You know, there's obviously regrets where you've not won more trophies than you than you want to. Um, but it's all about, uh, you know, what's what's in the what's in the future and what you can um, impact. And this is something that we can impact on on the weekend. We have a chance to win a trophy. Um, you know, we've not won it in a long time, so. You know, I know we'll be doing everything possible. I think he's reflecting there, Mark, and the fact that who would have thought when Rangers won it then over 12, well, yeah, 12, 12 years, years ago, ago yeah. that they wouldn't you know, win it for over a decade. Yeah, yep. so oh, this, this is a chance. Um, but for him to go and get his, his hands on it, he's not won it. Um, so this is the, the, the last one to be to be ticked. And, and as a captain, um, he obviously he won the championship with him, which was a, a massive year under Mark. Uh, Warburton and Davy Weir as well don't forget about Davy's contribution as assistant manager during that spell um, so yeah it's a big one and um, as Rangers will, will feel albeit they had that kind of four year spell when they were down the leagues and working their way back up two, two, since they've been back in the top flight is it six years now five years six years um, six years seven whatever it is two trophies two trophies I think for Rangers isn't it enough it should be better. St John's have won two trophies. So Sunday's a chance to go and try and do that to really get going again. You know, sitting beside a guy that's won 15 trophies. So that's what you've got to aspire to. That's what you've got to be at Rangers at, whether you're a manager or a player. A trophy every couple of years isn't good enough. You've got to be better than that and Sunday's a chance to go and do it. That's the kind of fact that would make you say, who wants this more on Sunday? Because the Rangers record, Barry, we could never have imagined this. You've got to be winning at least one trophy. Every two season. trophy, yep. You've got to be. And that's the, the mindset they've got to have um, going forward um, under Michael Beale. And they've got an opportunity. As I said, um, 2011, since they last won the League Cup, similarly, they won the Scottish Cup last year. Yep. I think it was, what, 10 years? Mm-hmm. Was that right? Yeah, 10, 11 years. Yeah, it yeah. took yeah. them to win yeah. the Scottish, Scottish Cup. Yep. So, 
it's too long for a club yeah. um, like Rangers. So the the listen, they, they have to, they have to, they have to put a stop to it and and see how Celtic react. They, they can't keep dominating dominating as much as they, they have been. Michael Beale. Oh, of course it does because it's very much a, a us or them or Rangers or Celtic. You know, it's very much that and. Second is last. I get that in the league. I've come in and, and I said in my very first interview, I didn't think it was as broken as everyone said. Hopefully now 14 games along, we're on the mend and people are starting to see that. This weekend's performance and game is about winning. If we win, we've still got a lot of work to do moving forward, in my opinion. If we lose, that same amount of work is going to be there on my in-tray on, on Monday morning. I think it's not focusing on being too emotional or dramatic about what the bigger picture looks like. Let's just focus on this 90 or 120 minutes or penalties, whatever it takes at the weekend. Take part in a fantastic game, do ourselves justice, and then come Monday, my job doesn't really change. I think I still have a big job, and that's a job that I was running back to this city to take part in. So I've got to be the most excited and optimistic about seeing it through. Cup final is coming soon. Quick break, and we're back with Mark and Barry. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! Sunday morning ahead of the football will be the business show with Workflow Solutions, Sir Tom Hunter and Lord Willie Hockey and a special guest is going to be Alan Mahon who is the founder of Brewgooder. So we're looking forward to hearing him just before coming in for the match. So that's Sunday morning, 11 till 12, Hunter and Hockey. Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson... Mark Guidi, I wonder what we're going to be talking about on Monday. Is it going to be Rangers, the home team? As we look at Sky there, there's a previous game. In fact, the game, I take it, in January there, we see the teams coming out. Who's going to be the winner of the League Cup? Talking will soon be over. Is it going to be Rangers? Is it going to be Celtic? You heard Michael Beale saying it could be 90 minutes, 120 minutes, or it could be extra time. Um, penalties, what do you think, Barry? Could it go to penalties? I know you reckon it's going to be resolved in it extra could. time. Yeah, it could. It's one of the ones I said off air. It could be a four-two. It yeah. could be. I don't think we we'd mentioned. It. I don't think somebody's going to win it easily. No, mm-hmm. three or four goals, or even a two-nil. I can't see it. I just think it's going to be very, very even. There's going to be goals in it. Um, yep. Yeah, so it could go to extra. It could be one in ninety minutes. Paul, but we just don't know. Listen, it's whoever is on it for the start and whoever grabs the game by the scruff of the neck um, but listen don't be surprised if it does go to penalties or if it's done in 90 minutes or it's into extra time and a, a team gets a second wind and and uh, gets that wee bit extra energy for, for somewhere um, so it could be anything it's one of these games mm. where they're, they're so evenly balanced in yep. terms of the results they've had um, the points have accumulated I know it's no the league it's just the, the, they've been exactly the momentum yep, yeah same points both won semi-finals both into the Scottish Cup quarter-finals both scoring goals um, so yep and both pretty solid defensively I would say mm-hmm. as well over the the last um, couple of months so yep I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it as I said Paul I think this game is going to have everything um, going in terms of Chances, I think the goalkeepers will have a big part to play as well. Um, two really experienced goalkeepers. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of real good footballers on show. 
Um, so I think it'll be a brilliant spectacle. Something you spoke about earlier in the week was staying composed. How do you keep stay calm uh, when it's bedlam all around you? Callum McGregor was asked about that today. Uh, I think it's just about trying to stay calm and, and stay focused on the game plan that we obviously try and bring to the game. Um, of course, there'll always be moments within any game that, that don't go your way. And, you know, it's just important to react in the right way. Um, you know, if, say someone gives the ball away, it's, it's important that we, our first reaction is to try and win it back. Um, good shape behind the ball. So, you know, there's always going to be moments that go against you. Obviously, we, we go down 2-1 in the, in the last game, but we managed to find a way back into the game. So it's it's just sticking to your principles and, and what gets you success. James Tavenier spoke about backing yourselves. We're always going to back ourselves, no matter what the opponent is. Uh, we have full belief in ourselves. Um, but like I said before, we have to apply ourselves. We, we get given a, a game plan. Uh, the gaffer tells us what to do. But we've got to then go on that pitch and, and deliver it and you know really really turn up to the game. So it's down to us as the as the players to, to do that. Cameron Carter Vickers speaking about the atmosphere Sunday. Probably just the, the atmosphere. You know, I think my first game against Rangers was the the night game. You know, the, the atmosphere, the noise that night was, was ridiculous and it it definitely did did take me by surprise a little bit. But you know, I'm used to it now and you know, it's definitely a great environment to play in. Yeah, he's played in a World Cup, but it's probably nothing like playing against Rangers. No, they're definitely competitive. Uh, you know, every time we play Rangers, it's always, always a tough game physically, and and you got to be ready for that. You know, they're you know us and them are probably the two best teams in the country. So, you know, we're fully aware that we're going against good players and a good team, and we have got to be ready for it. And James Tavernier, Rangers, he said, well, when you're there, as Barry always says, you need to win every game. Well, playing for Rangers, it's every game's a must-win, and. Um, you know, you don't sign for this club not having that mind, mind process. And that's what we do in training every single day. We, it's a must win, even if you're playing small games or you're playing rondos or possession, you know, it's a must win. And, and we have that mentality in the team and which is, you know, you want to keep pushing and keep driving and, you know, come game day, it should, you know, it should be there and you hopefully can deliver it. We'll come back to talk about the games in a few minutes' time. And Barry, we're not far away from March the 9th, where, along with Mark and myself, we'll be the supporting acts with you for that, the night, which uh, is going to be really special. Can't wait. Yeah, looking forward to it, Paul. Um, I'm sure it'll be uh, a, a good laugh. Um, it's good getting out and, and meeting um, different people. And, yep, looking forward to it, March the 9th. Or in more. Still a few tickets left, I think. Um, this is go. .co.uk look forward to seeing you and for Celtic fans with John Hartson Big Bad John who was here with Barry on Wednesday night I know you heard the show Mark um, he was in great form as well he'll be at St Luke's on the 30th of March who will have the trophy on that night uh, we'll find out soon the other I've games, got a huh? house so <laughs> have you oh, yes. <laughs> you like to keep it you want no, it five I times I've always done that yeah. I got that it's one yeah. of the ones where listen you go and you hold it and, and after that you don't really see That's it right, when uh, you're going round the pitch. Have you got a replica? Yeah, I've got a couple of wee ones, yeah. Wow. We'll never know, Mark. One, in the, Scot one in the league, it. one in the Scottish right. and one in the, the League Cup. Uh -huh. How many Scottish Cups? Five. Five. Five League Cups. I didn't even win the Cope Bridge Cup. Albion <laughs> Rovers. Yeah. Former St Mirren and Albion Rovers. <laughs> the Renfrewshire Trophy played that. Right. Got to a semi-final <laughs> once. That was it. <laughs> what about the Renfrewshire team? How are they going to do tomorrow then? Looks to St Mirren playing at St Johnson. Barry, can I start with you? Yep. Um, you I'm going to go with St Johnson. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, great result from last week. I fancied them last week up at Tannadice. Um Listen, we spoke about St Mirren. They've got a real... Um, that Their home form's been, been excellent. Their away form's... No so good. Um, so that's the reason why I'm going to go St. Johnson 2, St. Mun 1. 
Mark, what do you reckon? Yeah, I'm going to go for a, a St Johnston win as well. I'm going to go 2-1 as well, yeah. Right. yeah. Stevie May, did he get the freedom of the city of Perth after that goal? Yeah, the, 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 the two of them. He's had a great season, Paul. Yeah. He's been absolutely mm-hmm. uh, terrific, you know, St Johnston being where they are. Just obviously this time last year, they were in the, the middle of a relegation dogfight and Callum Hendry was a pivotal player in the mm-hmm. second half of the season. But this season, Stevie May, aided by, you know, some really good work by, by Nicky Clark. Yeah. Uh, the experience of, of Murphy and, and Carey and Considine all those guys but yeah Stephen May has been pretty special and that was a great fact you reminded us of that St Johnson have got, had two trophies in the last couple of years it is phenomenal isn't it what Callum Davidson has done and Stephen Robinson said earlier if he can get St Mirren top six that would be as big an achievement maybe bigger than taking Motherwell to top three well in terms of budget I would imagine so I'd, oh, I, 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 I would probably no, getting in the top six because yeah. if you look at the the teams, I mean, you've got obviously the Rangers, Celtic, you've got Hearts, you've got Aberdeen, you've got Hibs, you've got uh, Dundee United. Um, so I would probably say getting St Mirren into the top six would be a a, a a brilliant achievement. Can Malky Mackay keep Ross County up, Barry? And tomorrow, what's going to happen against Dundee United? I don't think they'll get automatic relegation. I think they'll be in the playoff, Ross County. Okay. And tomorrow? Ross County it's won, Ross Dundee County. United nil. All right, so Ross County. So they would go on 24 points. Mm. Dundee United would stay anchored. And that about, begin, I'm just, yeah. uh, again, just yep. watching um, the, the goals that they lost last week. Uh, I, I know Stevie, Stevie May has connected really well with a cross, but mm. again, we spoke about it on Monday night. It's middle of the goal. I think, I think the, the goalkeeper's got to do better than the second goal. You just score. Sure. You're one each. Get the ball in the St. Johnson half. Try and win it. If you don't win the first one, make sure you win the second one and play for there. Um, to take that chance was criminal. But don't take it away for Stevie May. If you watch no. the goal f- uh, from behind the goal, he does brilliant Brave. to react. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yep. it's brilliant for Stevie May. You would worry for Liam Fox and maybe Tony Ashgar if they lose, Dundee United lose at Ross County. Kelly against Motherwell, we spoke about it earlier. You're both going for the draw. Mm-hmm. And what about Pitaudry, Mark? Aberdeen against Livingston. Uh, Lovey will be stuffy Paul you know it was a bad one um, what they need to do is no get into that wee dip that you know teams out with the old firm can, I can do they can go 5-6 games without a win pretty easily so they need to avoid doing that make sure they stay in the top 6 Aberdeen just weren't in the game at all at Celtic Park but that can happen to any team I'm going to go Aberdeen to win 2-0 Aberdeen then that would be a huge one for them because they need to win they've been 35 points Barry who's going to win? Yeah I think Aberdeen will, will win this one at home um, 3-1 Aberdeen I see David Martindale was caught up in a suspicious package did you see the story down at the US Embassy <laughs> in London you, honestly yeah. it's a, did you see it? no it's a bizarre one he was <laughs> in the US Embassy in London and there was a full it wasn't a drill a suspicious package everything was okay but he was kept there for a couple of hours wasn't he Mark? Yeah, he was, brother yeah. Count Chevy. He was speaking about it in his, his uh, conference. So, yeah, David's always... I don't think he ever has a dull week, David, does he? <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> he's good. He's, he, listen to his interviews. Um, I, I like listening to David Martindale. Everyone does, I think. Right, to the game on Sunday. Did we say who we thought we'd win, first of all, uh, in Wembley? You go in Newcastle or Man U? Ah, can he see past Man U? Yeah. Paul, they're just in, in top form. Although Frashford doesn't he play in... You know, that's the equivalent of Nick Pope being out for Newcastle. Yeah. Um, the two best players. Um, but yeah, Ten Hag's looking good. But then, 
you know, Newcastle have got match winners as well. It's like Celtic and Rangers. You can yep. make you can make cases for both sides to go and win the game, but I would go Man U possibly extra time two one. I see Eddie Howe was on Sky there. He was out with uh, the dog today. You see him billing yourself. Yep. Yeah, he's uh, it was a boxer. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Yep. So um, looking at the what a job he's done. I, Let's be honest. Is. Yeah. Is it going to be happy? Is it going to be? Is it going to bring a trophy back? To I, I would love East. to see it if I'm being honest with you I would love to see Newcastle um, win the trophy but if I'm being honest with you I can't see it uh, Man United um, watched the game last night first half weren't they great second half I thought they were excellent so for me Man United win it It's going to be Man United Yes Right Rangers Celtic here's uh, first of all Ange Postacoglu Yeah looking forward to it um, Yeah, it's a cup final and a uh, trophy on the line and uh... Yeah, it's one of three on offer domestically, so you want to try and, uh, particularly if you got to a final, um, make sure we're ready for, for the day and uh, and perform well and uh, hopefully get the job done. And the preparations? I'm the manager of the football club. I'm not a fan, so I don't, I'm not, our, our supporters don't expect me to have the same emotions that they do going to a big game like this, you know. They don't want me to be nervous and anxious or angry or whatever it is that they feel at any particular time. They want me to be under control and make sure that I'm preparing the team well. That's what they want from the team and that's what we do, you know, and I think, that's the way we've approached all our games and, and you know, understand, like I said, even the games of consequence, such as the final, um, we've tried to go out there and play our football. Nothing really changes. you know. Like I said, the intensity will be up, the tempo will be up for sure, the atmosphere will be great. Uh, all those kind of things and you know, you're dealing with human beings, so you know, so all the boys will, will have their emotions heightened, but within that context, it's still going to play our football. I mean, ultimately, if we're going to be successful, that's that's what we need to do. and and. You know, the players, as I said, you know, for a long time, they have been pretty good at, at just whatever challenges before us, making sure that the solutions they find within, you know, the football we play. Mark, you can hear. Uh, I, lo- I love yeah. that. I have to be honest, I really like that. You know, I think that's what uh, any football fan wants to hear from the manager. Of course, they're passionate. Of course, they want their team to win. But I just like that wee snippet, Paul. And I mean, you'd strip it all back. It's so important. Be prepared and be focused. Don't become emotional. That's what you want for your manager and the touchline. Always just focusing on the job in hand, which is making sure his team's ready, he's given direct direction and showing leadership all during Sunday afternoon. That's what both sets of players and both sets of supporters want to want to see. And you know, people say, Oh, you want to see a manager jumping about that. Yeah, of course. You know, you want that 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 will to win. But most importantly, you must stay focused. That's the most important thing for a manager. Here's Michael Beale. Yeah, listen, we want to win the League Cup. We want to win all the Cups that are in front of us and we want to win the League Cup. But that's not ultimately why I'm here. Why I'm here is obviously to win the league. And uh, we're behind in that. Our form has been very good. Their form has been very good as well. So we've not been able to cut the points gap. There's still lots of football to be played. Of course, we want to win the League Cup, but there's bigger things in my mind after that as well. So it's part of ticking a box towards where I ultimately want to take us. In the last minute, Barry, who wants it more? Yeah, well, listen, I heard Michael Beale say there, there's, there's other things after. There's only one thing, and that's focusing on Sunday and making sure you're coming back on that bus to Ibrox with the trophy. They have to win it, Rangers. They need to start making Celtic stand up and take notes and think, right, you know what? We've got a real job in our hands now. This Rangers team are, are a team capable. Um, so that's what Rangers need to do. And listen, great if you go and win it and you play great football, but you know what? I could take... Celtic having 75% possession 20 attempts on goal Rangers have one attempt and they win the game 1-0 yeah. who cares it's all about winning it and that's the main thing for Rangers Michael Beale undefeated as Rangers manager 
and Ange Postacoglu hasn't lost since September, Mark, and it was against Real Madrid. Something's got to give. It's uh, it's an amazing record for both of them going into this. Yeah, um, they've, they've, they're both, as I say, coming in feeling good about themselves, uh, Paul. You know, for every every player, um, for every for, for both managers, coaching staff, and for every supporter that you know the fifty thousand that'll be inside the ground and the, the millions around the world watching it, um, there'll be nervousness, of course. Well, because you know, you can hear it with the Celtic fans, the Rangers fans that have called in tonight. There's a confidence, yeah. there's a belief, but there's a nervousness because they co- they know that in any given moment, particularly in a cup final, that their team could lose. The other team is capable of winning because there's talent in both sides and that's a great thing about Sunday. Great couple of hours. Mark, thank you yeah. so much. We'll see you and hear you on Monday. Barry, thank you. Look forward to seeing you at two o'clock here in Go Radio with Andy Walker on Sunday, cup final day. Yep. Looking forward to it, and I'll see you with um, a Donna kebab pie. <laughs> That's right. I'll see you tomorrow at the game. Oh, so you will. At the Aki's against Queen's Park. Zoe You're Kelly. On the pies. Look forward to it. Zoe Kelly's up next. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk. Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.